Hello and welcome to Small Biz Highlight. My name is Tiffany Roman and I am your host. Each week on the web show, I have the honor of interviewing amazing small and local business owners, and I am so excited to help spread the word about them even further through this podcast. To catch previous and future live video recordings, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and even LinkedIn. Don't worry, I've made it easy for you to find us by including the link to our Popple page in the description of each episode. I want to thank you for doing your part to support small businesses just by listening to this episode. Enjoy! Hello, it is Monday night. That means there's time for another episode of Small Biz Highlight. My name is Tiffany Roman and I am your host. Hello, welcome everybody. This is a huge night for Small Biz Highlight for me and everybody involved. So it's all about celebrating today. As always, I want to give you the heads up that we are live with StreamYard. Uh, if you want to leave us a comment while watching us live, please do. Love putting comments on the screen. If you do, make sure to stop by www.streamyard.com Facebook. This allows StreamYard and Facebook to talk to each other and play nice so that we can see your name and your profile picture. Because let's face it, I don't want to just know what you have to say. I want to be able to know who you are, too. Come on now. Um, this is 2021. This is your year. I Every day this year, I have been putting out to the universe that no matter what your dreams are, your aspirations, your goals, no matter what you are attempting or accomplishing this year, it is going to happen. Please, please send all the good vibes to all your family and friends out there. Pass it along. We don't have much time left in 2021, so now's the time to get your booties in gear and get it done, people. Speaking of friends and family, so um, my invite friends button is missing on Facebook. So on the Small Biz Highlight uh, business page, I no longer have that button for some odd reason, and nobody on Facebook can tell me why. So I urge you, please take a moment to like, comment, and share this video. Doing so not only helps support the small business that I am interviewing at this very moment, but it also brings attention to the page. And that means you are possibly getting 99 different interviews in front of one person, at least one person. If you don't know anything about small businesses and how huge word of mouth is, that is an awesome example of just how amazing and how easy it can be to get somebody in front of a brand new customer that you didn't even know needed it. Maybe they don't even know they need it until you share it. Come on now, people. That's how it works. So what's new with us? There's a crap load new. I don't even know how else to tell you <laughs> except that way. So um, I break it down for you on Wednesdays, and we'll get into that shortly. Uh, but there's so much to talk about that I just, I can't tell you all in one sitting because then it will take up the whole episode. Tuesdays, I go live on Clubhouse to do pretty much the same thing I'm doing here. What I'm doing is breaking the ice with small businesses, not just giving them the opportunity to introduce themselves and their business, but then giving them a quirky little topic from my good friends at Top Tail and, you know, helping to get to know them as human beings on top of everything else. Because let's face it, that's what causes the connection, people. Come on now. 
Every Wednesday, I do my weekly updates to give you the lowdown and the complete details on what exactly is going on with us. And I'm telling you, it's a lot. So please take the moment to stop by and check it out either live or on replay because it's definitely a lot of information (laughs) to put out, especially with our events coming up. Every 20th of the month, we are doing networking game night. So we give all businesses an opportunity to introduce themselves, you know, who they are, where they're from, what their business is all about. And we play top tail. It's such a fun game, such a um, great encourager of, you know, building relationships, getting to know people, getting to hear stories from them that they normally probably wouldn't share to regular people on a normal basis. But the game is encouraging them to do so. Uh, It's a lot of fun, very different. And you know me, I always like doing different things because why do things the way people always expect them to be done? Duh. All right. So Small Biz Highlight is hosting their second annual Small Business Saturday live vendor event from uh, November 27th, 2021. I will be live for 12 hours (laughs) highlighting small businesses every 20 minutes will be a new business coming on screen, getting their 15 minutes to do a brief little um, infomercial. So think of like a home shopping network or um, QVC kind of vibe. That's what I'm trying to go for. The goal is to get it popular enough so that I can broadcast it live on my uh, TV network that Small Biz Highlight is uh, on. So come on, guys, help me. Please spread the word. Send it to anybody who you think would be a great vendor and help me grow this event. All right. So that's enough about me enough about the show, enough about what's going on. I told you it's a lot. And that was just the cliff notes, guys. Can you imagine how much info we had to give you on Wednesday? So that's why you got to check it out on Wednesday or check out the replay. Too easy. So tonight I have um, Miss Lisa here. She is going to be telling us all about her business, Make Every Minute Count. I'm going to bring her on if this computer works for me. Hello, Miss Lisa. Hi there. Happy Monday. <laughs> Hello. How are you this evening? I am great. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here. I love your energy. Thanks. Likewise. I really I have enjoyed you and enjoyed the intro and all the good stuff. I've got to check out Top Tail now. I do not know about this game. Oh, it's an it's a small business. They started uh-huh. their own card game. Yeah. Um, and it's available on Amazon. I'll get you the oh. links later. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) But it is a lot of fun. It's family friendly. It's not just, Uh you know, um, for adults or anything like that. But it's just a really great game that gives you quirky topics or whatnot (laughs) that gets you. And um, the object is to have the best story. The person with the best story that gets voted best story gets the card for the game and then (gasps) wins that round. And it's just a lot of fun. Gets people, you know, talking. Well, like you said, promoting connections, right? In like unexpected ways. So that's got to be cool. (laughs) So that's why I thought it would be fun to incorporate it into a networking event. Like how fun is that? Come on. I like it. So um, it's, we would love to learn more about your business, but like always, I always give my guests a opportunity to introduce themselves as people first. So Mm -hmm. Lisa, yeah. Who are you? <laughs> well, I am many things, right? <laughs> um, I often describe myself as a purpose-driven problem solver, a bridge builder, right? And lately I came upon the term multi-passionate, right? Because I don't just do or dig one thing, right? So I am a multi-passionate 
mompreneur. How about that? I like it. <laughs> I like it. And where are you from, Lisa? Originally, I'm from this little border town by the name of Douglas, Arizona, right? Because I'm coming to you from beautiful Tucson, Arizona tonight. Uh, originally from Douglas, small town. I am so glad and grateful to have grown up there, right? It's like 10,000 people small. Oh, wow. So the the double-edged sword that growing up in a small town is, right? Like the blessing knows everybody. of that. <laughs> and if not, they make stuff up, right? So <laughs> I stopped trying to counter all the rumors, right? I love it. <laughs> um, so, but I have, I have been blessed to have traveled to four continents, dozens and dozens of cities, couple dozen countries, right? Half of the United States. Um, part of my DNA is to explore, right? Get out there. Wow. Um, and that's part of what Make Every Minute Count is about, is to go, right? Do that thing, experience something different and new, right? Stretch yourself, grow personally and professionally, and then also to give. Right. Because okay. I believe that that's what we are here to do is to share in our abundance and in our blessings and talents. Right. Um, and make every minute count because this is all borrowed time. Right. And it's not a dress rehearsal. This is our one shot. This is it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it ties into how I operate my shows where I'm <laughs> going live. Yeah. And I don't have a set of questions to ask people. I kind of just go with the flow. And kind right. Of yeah. Here. The conversation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love the name of your business, Make Every Minute Count, because honestly, it just makes sense. Mm. <laughs> Duh, people make every minute count. <laughs> on so many different levels, on business wise, mm -hmm. it could be towards a professional, um, uh, not professional, personal side of it, where you're just, you know, taking as much time with your family as possible or, reevaluating your, you know, what's important to you, what is your desires, your dreams, whatever. Um, so how did make every minute count even begin to be a part of your life? So it came, the pandemic was a catalyst for it, right? So I don't know about you, but the week of March 16th, 2020, right? Mm. <laughs> is yes. the one that is marked on the slate of my soul, right? Um, my children, I have two precious sons. Uh, they're 11 and nine years old and they were on spring break that week. And Aww. for me, there was a lot of just general uncertainty, right? It was early on, like some shutdowns were happening. Others weren't all of the sources of information I was looking to didn't have any clear cut determinations or answers or guidelines, right? Like it was all in flux. Yeah. My children were on spring break. In addition to make every minute count, I'm also a realtor. And so I was closing for two clients on that day. So I was, you know, busy making sure that they were taken care of and having everything they needed. My children were at spring break camp. And then I got an email from the camp telling me we are shutting down immediately. Come get your children. Right. And I'm literally like driving across town on my way to hand clients some keys, right? Because they had just closed on their dream of owning a home, their first home. In, in wow. fact. And so I'm like, okay, well, uh, I am on my way, right? Like, uh, give me a minute. 
And so I go to pick up my sons and that's where the uncertainty began, right? Because then they're like, mama, like what is happening, right? And all mama can say is, I'm not sure, honey. Let me see what I can find out. Camp has been canceled for the week. So now our plans have changed, right? Mm. Like that is literally, that was the extent of what I could say and do, right? So now this whole week of things that I had planned and responsibilities I had, you know, thought we're going to roll out are not happening at all. Right. And so then, uh, and I was also working with six other real estate clients at the time. So in that week, they all disappear, right? Like poof. And then my children are like, are we going to school next week? And I'm, I do not know. I have not heard from the school, the, the school district. I do not have that information. Right. So it was, it was controlled chaos, right? Because we were home, right? Um, We were healthy, thankfully, but the world around us was very, very uncertain, very um, even unsafe, right? And so it really shook me in some ways, mostly because I couldn't access information that could give me clarity. Right. And so then began the process of anchoring myself. Right. So that then I could anchor my children. Right. Uh, Because that's where they get their security from is from the adults in their life. Right. Now, the other thing I will share about our family is that I adopted my precious sons from the foster care system. And so safety and security means something really particular in our home, right? And so I needed to make sure that I wasn't adding to our context by not being able to parent them in the way they needed to be parented, right? And to give myself the support that I needed to give myself in the midst of of this pandemic, right? Which no one has a blueprint for by the by, right? Like the closest thing happened in 1918, right? Yes. So we're all figuring it out, right? All of us are. And At least so, we were right, trying to. Trying to, right? What I have said is that we're all in the same storm, but we're not all yes. on the same boat, right? And so so it just became that exploration of like, what do I need, right? Like, what do I need right now? What do I need in the next day or two? It became a search, right? Because it also, like my self-worth came into question, right? Like my business imploded, like right before my eyes, which served as a trigger for me, I realized later, because I had also lost a business during the Great Recession. So I'm a serial entrepreneur. And this is the third time I'm in business for myself, right? And so so a lot was going on, right? But the conclusion that I came to was, irrespective of what is going on out there, right? What do I need to remain focused on? And what does this mean to me? And so time and energy has always been precious to me, right? Because we can't get it back, right? Like, no matter what you want or try to do, like, it, it is gone. Like, that was it. That moment passed. It will never come back in the same way as it was present, right? 
our energy is like a genie, right? Like you can't put it back in the bottle, right? So energetically, Absolutely. where are we? All that good stuff. But it was also related to the conversations that my sons and I were having, right? Because we've always enjoyed, I love cooking and, and baking. And I mostly make all of our, certainly dinners at home. And so we have conversations at the dinner table. And uh, of course, during the pandemic, I was cooking three meals a day, seven days a week for weeks and months on end, right? Oh, good. <laughs> right. Most but, of us weren't cooking on a regular basis. We <laughs> had to figure out how to do it. Yeah. But they were asking and talking about things they wanted to be able to do to help people. Right. Yeah. And so I was often finding myself saying, yes, when you get older or yeah, not right now or after we know what's happening here or when this ends. And I kept deferring like their interest. No. And I miss like, let's this is a goal. I identify this is something I want to do and I get after it. Right. And I thought, what in the world am I doing? Why am I postponing? Why am I delaying my children's interests? And so then I said about looking for how can I put what can I plug them into to start making a difference? Right. And to direct their energy and to really feel empowered in a very disempowering time. Right. Yes. And I'm a member of a giving circle here for women. Uh, and I loved that model. And so I thought, oh, maybe there's a giving circle for kids. Right. For young kids. Turns okay. out not really. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, okay, I get to create it. Right. And so this is how our family to family giving circle idea came about because that was what I could immediately plug us into as a family and direct my children's interests in helping other people. Right. So our family to family giving circle is member based. People join, right? It's a quarterly give of $14.40, right? Because we're working toward our first 100 members. Now, when we get 100 members, that will be a total of $1,440, which is the same number of minutes we have in a day, right? Because we want to make every minute count. Oh, that's so cool. So we, I wanted to, you know, just focus on, on kids, on young kids. But because they are minors, I was going to have to relate with the parents or the adults or the family, right? So I thought, I'm not even going to fight that battle, right? And why don't we just make it for families? And it's family as you define it. I'm not telling you how to define your family or what that family looks like, right? There can be no awesome. children in the household. It doesn't matter to me, right? Um, so family to family giving circle, member-based, we're working towards our first 100 families so that we can do our first quarterly give of $1,440, right? The criteria is that it doesn't have to be a nonprofit. It can be an individual. It can be a family. It can be a school or a program or a project, right? It's what is important to our members. So our members nominate. We review oh, wow. those nominations and the members vote. 
So that idea, right? My children are super excited. They can't wait every week. They're like, mama, how many new members do we have? Right? Cause they know the goal is a hundred. Oh, <laughs> yep. And as soon as we get to our, to our 100 and I'll look forward to the day when we're beyond a hundred. Right. And then the question will become, do I, do we make more than one give? Do we make our big giver our our give bigger? Right. Um, I'm so excited about those conversations, but then knowing that as a business, I needed to create a mechanism in terms of sustainability, right? And not just the quarterly give from members being what contributes to the giving circle. And that's where our line of merch with a mission comes in, right? Because I have uh, a line of eco-friendly t-shirts and baseball caps that I've started with. There's other products in the pipeline, but 10% of the proceeds for each of those products goes towards our giving circle, right? So there's this, this general idea to go, grow, give, and make every minute count, right? We've got our family to family giving circle where people can join as members and do their quarterly give and help us nominate and give, right, in our communities. And we have our merch with a mission. And so again, every time any of those products, and of course I've partnered with other local uh, small businesses in order to produce those products, right? Um, and and uh, the messaging on the products is meant to uplift and empower also, right? So um, sometimes, and I didn't wear it today, but for example, I have a t-shirt that says limitless, right? Oh, okay. Um, because that's part of, I think, how we get in our own way, right? Even as business owners, sometimes we can limit ourselves and limit our opportunities um, or play it small, right? And so the idea is to remember that really we're the only ones who can limit ourselves, right? The other thing I like to say is that I am perfectly imperfect, right? <laughs> because sometimes we also get caught up in something needing to be just so before we yeah. reveal it to the world, for example, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like that might be one of the biggest things uh, for entrepreneurs, one of the mm -hmm. um, biggest hurdles for them. They all, we always tend to think, oh gosh, we can't launch, we can't start, we can't let people know until we're established, until we have the street cred or sure. we have the website set up. Meanwhile, we can't get those set up until we actually let people know it's happening. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, so, so for example, so I designed my entire website, right? Like I designed all of the graphics. I designed the merchandise, right? Um, right now, because I'm bootstrapping it partly, which is the other reality for most entrepreneurs, right? Is that we are, we are doing it in the context of, of the resources we currently have, right? But again, that doesn't mean you don't do it, right? Make every minute count. And so I literally launched as soon as I could, right? Like as soon as I could get some things built and because of course the pandemic, right? Means that I was parenting 24 seven. I was my children's IT support, teacher's aide, guidance counselor, right? PE yes. teacher, arts and crafts coordinator, right? I mean, all of these things, in addition to my own business, my household, right? All of it and still finding ways to continue to move forward, right? 
to still make the loving choice, right? Whatever that is, because that's going to vary moment to moment, right? So the amount of self-compassion that I know I've had to remind myself to have, right? Because oftentimes we're better and it's easier for us to extend compassion to others and we forget or neglect to extend it to ourselves. So, so all of that is how Make Every Minute Count came about. And so I call it an ecosystem, right? Because there are those different components. And I too um, am in production for my own podcast, right? And sharing people's stories about how they go, grow and give, right? And Make Every Minute Count. Um, because I love encouraging those connections and I love hearing about others' stories because we all have a story or two or three or four to share, right? Absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the biggest things about this show, giving the opportunity for business owners to introduce themselves, but also tell their story. Because although some may think it might be a similar one to theirs, because we all went through something similar, yeah. it's always going to be something different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> something we can learn from, something we can build upon, something we can grow from. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, everybody's story has something to add to us in some and, way or another. For sure. And serve as inspiration, right? When Sorry, yeah. my dogs. Um, when we're inspired, because <laughs> this is happening right right now, live in the mix of life. Um, and my definition of inspiration is to have, or when you're inspired, you're having an emotional reaction to information, yeah. right? Absolutely. And that is often what causes the shift, right? Because like you can hear it, right? You may have listened, but when that information creates an emotional response, that's when there's action. That's when you are self-motivated. That's when there is almost nothing that will get in your way. Oh, absolutely. Gosh. Okay. So Miss Lisa, yeah. I love <laughs> what you're doing. No, I, I love the idea behind it. I hmm. love that it's about community. See. That's exactly what it's about. Mm -hmm. You know, not just bringing a community together, but also blessing a community as a whole, you know, making it about helping your fellow neighbor, which I feel like is something that has definitely come about a lot more because mm -hmm. of the pandemic, realizing that, you know, we aren't just the only people in the world. There are other people living their lives and may need some help and why not help them, you know? Right. Um, and it, it, I love that, you know, you're not just doing the, you know, membership part of it, but you have the sustainability, like you said, with the, with the shirts and the eco mm -hmm. uh, friendly items to sell. I mean, it's just a lovely idea that I hope catches on because I really feel like it could be contagious. <laughs> well, that's, that's the intention, right? And so Absolutely. the other part of it is, for example, because oftentimes we think that, help has to be in some grand way, right? Or some massive oh, gesture or a major dollar amount, right? But for example, because I also earned an MBA, right? And I've taught business for over 15 years in colleges and universities, and I continue to teach in my community, right? But for example, 70%, according to a study that was done in 2019, it'll be interesting to see what the pandemic yields in terms of data, but in 2019, 70% of people in this country did not have a savings account with at least $1,000. Wow. 
right? We have often heard the statistic that over 40% of people cannot afford an emergency expense of less than $500, right? So if you think of just those two things, right? Like if you think of getting a flat tire, right? Which I just got a few weeks ago, right? And usually when you get a flat tire, you're not replacing one tire, you're replacing two, right? So when I get new tires, I know it's 400 bucks, right? But if you don't have those $400, right? You're not just out tires, you're out transportation. And if you're out transportation, are you able to get to your job? Are you able to do your work? Are you able to take care of yourself and those who depend on you, right? So a lot of times it isn't a huge dollar amount that can make a major difference in someone's life. And so this was this was the other part. And oftentimes because people think of philanthropy as for the wealthy, right? Yeah. And so my intention is to say, mm -mm, we can do it now. We can do it right now. And we can do it with $1,440, right? Not only for an emergency type expense, but think of a precious nine-year-old who is incredibly talented, right? And if they could just get to that special camp or that special coach oh, or that yeah. one experience, right? that then serves at a, as a catalyst for them and their dream and their gifts and their potential to be maximized, right? I would hate to think that because $1,400 wasn't readily available, right? And because it's not a nonprofit, it's not an organization, it's not a, right? Like the way that m much of philanthropy is done is through major organizations, right? And two 501c3s. And so that's why I was intentional about the criteria and being more flexible with the criteria because I want to make sure that we are doing our best to help the most, right? And often the ones who fall through. And the other part of it is the lessons that we get to impart to each other and to our children, right? Because the other thing the research indicates is that we form our financial kind of profiles by the time we are about nine years old. And I know that most households are not having financial conversations with their elementary school kids, right? In, in fact, we're not even having it with high school students or even college students, right? Because yeah. money is taboo and finances are blah, and we've got a lot of baggage around it, right? And so if we're not talking about it, we're still leading by example. And so, I wanted to be clear about the example I'm giving my children, right? And the young people in my community and to not be afraid of those conversations, right? Because we can help each other. That's what an abundant mindset is, right? I mean, you share in your abundance by doing this show, right? Giving us an opportunity to, to talk about our businesses and a platform to promote them, right? And you do it at no cost to us, right? You do it in exchange for our time and, and energy, right? Like that's an abundant mindset. And that is a choice too, right? Do you have an abundant growth mindset or not? And so that's the other thing I want to make sure to promote and encourage and inspire people to adopt. Well, I'm pretty sure you inspired a whole bunch of people. With that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 
This was beautiful. <laughs> there was so many, so much amazing tidbits, a lot of information that you put up out about blah, 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 blah. Now I can't even talk. <laughs> uh, you put out about your business, mm -hmm. <laughs> but also it told, it spoke a lot about to you, your character, mm -hmm. who you are. And I think that's just so powerful. So thank you. Thank you for who you are and what you've done for your community. Thank I want to thank you also for being a part of tonight. You know, you are episode 99. 100 Eve! 100 Eve! <laughs> this is a huge night for us, and I'm so excited to have you be a part of it. Thank you so much for trusting me with you and your story um, and, you know, using my platform to share to the world what it is you are doing. <laughs> so thank Thanks. you very much. Thank you. Um, with that, I will leave you all go for this episode. I have to get ready for my next one. But as mm -hmm. always, I will leave you with your friendly reminder to put your communities first. We mm -hmm. do that by shopping small and supporting local. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Thank you so much for stopping by today. If you are a business owner and are interested in being a guest, or maybe you know of a favorite small business that you would like to see featured, you can conveniently find all the ways to contact us, including a direct link to schedule an interview, just by visiting pothelme.co slash smallbizhighlight. I am so excited to announce that as of July 29th, Small Biz Highlight is officially a digital TV show. Catch all episodes using the Global Zone app on Roku or by visiting our network app at quantumstartvapp.com. One last thing, our interviews have always been offered for free, but we need your help to make sure they stay that way. Please consider donating to our GoFundMe campaign called Operation Keep Small Biz Highlight Free so we can continue our mission of putting our communities first.